Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hey, passion people. Welcome back. I'm so excited you're here. We're going to keep today short and sweet. I am about to lose my voice, so I hope I get all the way through this. Today, I want to talk to the woman who doesn't desire sex. And to put it point blankly and jump right into the meat of all of it, you're not wrong. You're not wrong for not wanting sex. I was processing through this idea and just thinking as I was planning out different episodes and things that I wanted to talk about, I get so excited about helping women find pleasure, find intimacy, find confidence, get the knowledge that they need, learn how beautiful sex can be. And my heart aches for the person who, who doesn't have that or who doesn't see that. But also I recognized as I was processing through all of that, that there are people out there who don't want it. And, you know, there's a whole array of ways of not wanting sex or reasons Um, there's the woman who really just doesn't desire sex with her husband. It might be because physical things, it might be because relational things, it might be because of just her own heart and where it's at. Um, there's also the woman who really wants to desire sex for her husband, but doesn't, or wants to desire sex for herself, but doesn't, or for her marriage, but doesn't. And then in all of this, every single woman is pressured to to want sex because otherwise they're probably wrong. And I hate that concept. I am here to support the woman who, who knows what is out there for her and desires it. I am not here to make the woman who doesn't want sex out to be wrong or different or needing something or needing some sort of counseling or needing to have XYZ, that is not it. And I've had both sides of people coming to me, both men and women. Um, The men often coming saying like, my wife doesn't really desire sex. She doesn't really want to have sex. How do I get her to want sex? I'm like, okay, that's a big question. Um, There's a whole lot that goes into it. And I have no idea where your relationship is at. So wow, where to begin? Um, And then there's also the woman who's like, I don't really want sex. And I don't know what to do about that. And I think the first place to start is recognizing that you don't have to want it and recognizing where you're at that you don't want it. And a big, big part of that is the culture that we're in. And this idea that everybody should want sex and how can you not? And it's, you know, whatever sex is a beautiful, amazing, intimate thing. 
when done right. When in a place where you are safe and you both desire it and you want it and you're growing together and you're intimate and all of these different things. Sex is also really freaking difficult and really scary and really complicated and has a whole host of history and a whole bunch of reasons that it can go wrong or why it might not be desirable, why you might not feel like you want to be naked with that person, why you might feel like you don't want them in you, why you might feel like, man, I just really don't find them attractive. And it's okay. It's completely, completely okay. To be given a gift of something does not mean that if you refuse it, that you are just a wrong human being. And it's interesting because what I want to share is just some studies that I looked into on sexual arousal. And so in order to explain some of the studies, I'm going to have to give you kind of a framework of things. So in counseling, as we are working with people, oftentimes there is a diagnosis of something. And part of this is pressure by insurance because in order to receive compensation through insurance, oftentimes there has to be some sort of label, be it depression or whatever it is, you know, anxiety. There's a whole, (laughs) got a nice big book of all the things that you can be labeled as. And it's really, really difficult because every single person on this earth has something that they're dealing with, but also we don't all need to be labeled. Sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's not. So as I was doing my research, um, I came across in the sex research journal. I feel like it's not that long ago, but it's 2010. So, you know, I was just shocked that that's over 10 years ago. (laughs) Um, But I was looking into just some research done on women and sexual desires. And one of the things that I was finding, and specifically the article that I'm mentioning, um, just talked about how women are often labeled as having an arousal disorder or an arousal problem. And it's based on what we know of men. Now, I don't want to put this dividing line of like men versus women or men desire sex and women don't because that is not the case at all. Um, and actually that this study kind of supports my concept of things more than anything, but I think that sex can be made and given as a gift to everyone. You can learn desire, you can learn interest and, and longing and intimacy and arousal, all of these different things. Um, but when studies are done, you have to have a population of people that you're studying, be it from whatever country you're in or whatever population, gender, race, ethnicity, religion, all of these different things. And, and the problem comes when most studies are done with not very diverse populations and or with only one population really being studied and then that study being applied to everyone, which happens a lot of times. So you'll look into oh, this really worked in this country with these white men. And then we take it over and we try to apply it and we apply it to everybody. But that is not taking into consideration the fact that everyone is different. That women are different. That different ethnicities are different. And so the problem that comes in for women is that oftentimes 
the idea that they are supposed to live up to the standard or the being okay and not being wrong and not being not having a disorder or not having a problem is based on studies of men and that's not fair because as much as sex was made for both parties it doesn't mean that we are exactly the same because we're not men and women are made differently and that is going to influence the way that they are and the problem like I said is that women sort of get get pushed in ways that is not fair to them or doesn't take into account their differences so I'm going to read to you a little bit and we'll just go real fast through all of this before I lose my voice and I'll explain after I kind of give an overview. So this was a study done in 2010 and it just talked about how the women's sexual experience when it is based off the male analog, so the male body and how, you know, studies have been done on male sexuality has resulted in pathologizing women's sexual desire and response. It is pointed out that number one, through this lens, sexual desire is presumed to be spontaneous and is an urge to participate in sexual activity. Number two, sexual response is presumed to be linear. It begins with desire and it ends with orgasm. And number three, the relational context of sexual interaction is often dismissed. Now, frankly, as I read through these, I think it's a shame for both men and women. Um, It's not fair to either party because sexual desire should not be presumed to be spontaneous um, and always end in sexual activity. It's not linear. It doesn't always begin with desire and end with orgasm. And the relational context should never be dismissed. And it's such a shame. Um, and And it's really difficult to look at it and know that men deal with the same thing. But also, I think that oftentimes, and this study kind of pointed out that women are more misunderstood in their idea of desire and that maybe they might not have even been taught what desire could be or how to build it themselves or what it might look like. And so it goes on further to say, what if being desired and desiring are turn-ons for women in and of themselves without any necessary further action? What is being desired? If we conceptualize desire as a goal-driven state, having sex as an endpoint, we may be overlooking the rewarding nature of desire itself. And I think this is a huge, huge, huge part of it. I think oftentimes women don't even know when they desire something or how to desire something or desire is scary or desire feels like it's unattainable because there's so much freaking pressure. Because there's so much put into this. Like, it has to go this way. It has to end in an orgasm. If I don't desire him, something is wrong. If I see his penis and I don't really want it, am I a lesbian? Am I afraid of it? Do I have problems? Maybe I should go to counseling. Maybe I've really got issues. Slow down. Take a deep breath. Desire has a lot that goes into it. Relationships, intimacy, this whole host of things builds desire in you. You get to choose how it works when you want to have it. It's something that you can work on if you want to work on it, but you don't have to have it. What if we just let desire be desire? 
what if it wasn't something we had to take action on? Would you have more freedom? Would you feel like this is something that you can work with or you can start there? What if you let desire be its own thing? What if you took the pressure off of desire having to happen in sex or having to be before or having to be built up in a certain way? There are women who don't really desire sex until after they've already orgasmed. They're like, wow, I really wanted that and I didn't know it. There are women who feel bubbling desire before they get there and they're like, man, I really want my man. And and they lean into it. There are women who don't desire it the entire way through, but still enjoyed this interaction. And there are women who don't desire it at all. And there's a whole host of things in between. And wherever you're at, whatever it looks like for you, wherever your desire is, it's yours. And it's workable. And you're not a wrong human being. You don't have to desire sex. You don't have to desire it before. You don't have to desire it after. You don't have to desire it during. Now you have to say yes, <laughs> because otherwise we've got problems. Um, and then if, if that's you, um, actually genuinely, I'm going to get serious here for a second. Seek help because if you are having, are forced to have sex against your will, and that's a different story, but we're talking about simply wanting those sexual feelings the hormones to be rising, the heat, all of those things. If you don't have that, you're not wrong and you don't have to fix it. It is something you can work with if you want to, but you don't have to. And you don't have to look at any of these labels that are put on anyone in culture where it has to look like this thing. You have to be sexy and want sex You have to be ready at all times. You have to do it whenever they want to do it. It's your obligation as the wife. Nah. Nope. Nope. You are free to discover your sexual arousal and intimacy at your leisure. You're free to learn and grow as you desire to learn and grow. And you don't have to do anything. So this went on a little longer than I anticipated, but I hope it was really helpful for you. I always believe in you. I'm always here. I'm always excited for you. I'm always pushing for you, friend, and I really care about you guys. And I am so appreciative of every single person that listens here. I want to support you in any way that I can. I want to make sex the beautiful thing it was meant to be in whatever way that looks like for you. So I will see you here next week.